All right, for all you bobbers out there, this is a special request dedicated to you. Make sure you use your discretion. Things are gonna get violent. What the fuck was that? Juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and Shmeev. If this is your uh, first episode joining us, welcome well, aboard. If you are a returning member, listener, welcome back. Member. <laughs> listener, thank you for continuing on. Join our members only sections. <laughs> Join our OnlyFans. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, another, another, every other Sunday, another episode. Yeah. And we've got a potential banger. We have another debut. What are we listening to, Mike? Well, we'll get there in a second, because there's some things that I want to chat about first. There's something that I want to talk about as well, actually. Well, go ahead. I want to make a quick recommendation for some people, actually, to go and listen to something. Go ahead. Uh... There's an episode of the Reply All podcast that came out recently that, uh, in, in this weird, ridiculous search that they were making for a hit song that one person remembered that nobody else knew, <laughs> okay, you learned some interesting things about the music industry, especially in the era of, like, the late 90s, mm -hmm. because this man literally just remembered, like, he remembered large portions of a song like an entire verse and the chorus every single word right but he couldn't find any hint of it on the internet besides one person mentioning some similar lyrics on a guitar forum who was also looking for it oh no shit and it launched this because the reply all podcast as i understand it they they attempt to solve mysteries like this with their awesome journalism skills oh, okay and so this guy goes on this search to try and find it, hitting up... Well, they went they went so far as to try and recreate the song from this guy's memory with a band... <laughs> oh, shit! ...to try and get Soundhound <laughs> to recognize it, which did not work. Oh, but then they question. had this example that they could then bring to people, and they're showing it to Rolling Stone writers, other music review people, producers, the guy from the Bare Naked Ladies, because it sounded like a Bare Naked Ladies song, who directed <laughs> them to the producer... Oh. Who then also suggested, like, maybe this is just a thing that he created in his own mind from a composite of multiple songs. And they were like, uh, uh go listen to it to find out the thrilling conclusion, because whew, it's a journey. That sounds really cool. It's I, awesome. I might have to check it's that out. amazing. So. And also you get to listen to the steady decline of these people into insanity, because <laughs> this song is now stuck in everyone's heads, and they have no <laughs> idea where the hell it came from, except this dude. It's... I'll tell you what, like, that's the worst whenever you, like, think about a song that you haven't heard in ages, and you're like, mm. what, like, for whatever reason, like, you're aware of it, and then you go on a search, and, you know, thankfully nowadays we have the internet, so it's become much easier to find that stuff, oh, yeah. but at the same time, it is fucking bonkers <laughs> when there's just, like, you got, like, two lines to go off of, and you're like, yeah. okay, it was, like, it was this, I think... Maybe. And the number of times that I have, in fact, mashed up songs in my brain or sung a song to a completely different melody because it's close enough. 
Ooh. <laughs> right. Like, I've had game or uh, like songs from video games, yep. songs that I've heard from video games, be like, wow, what the hell? Uh, way back, way, way back, there was a game on the Sega Saturn. I think I told you about this. Yeah. I have never owned a Sega Saturn, but when I was a kid, um, uh, my mom had, uh, we went over to her friend's place and they had a Sega Saturn, so they were letting me play it. And there was this racing game for it. I, t- I think it was a Daytona game, but it had this song in it that it was just so fucking catchy. And I, I kept asking my mom to like figure out what this song was from. Mind you, this was like 1996 or so. <laughs> And I'm just like, what is this song? Mom, this song is so cool. I look it up. This song was made originally for this fucking game. <laughs> okay. Makes it difficult to find. It is total. like, it is, I want to say it's in English, but it's not. But it is. Because it's a person who is Japanese singing English lyrics. Very broken English. It is yes. anime English. The The song is called Sky High. Okay, it. It is a fucking meme nowadays. Like, I have heard it in other videos. It's a banger, too. And, yeah, you're aware of the song. But, like... You've played it for me. Right? I, I have. Because there is a site. It's it's called Cage Insider. It started out as a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> site. But they have an entire fucking section dedicated to video game audio rips. Nice. And they have thousands of fucking soundtracks and it is on there and I downloaded it and it's stupid and I fucking love it. Like, it just cheers me up like an ungodly amount because of it brings me back to a simpler time with this cheery broken English. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. L- look that up. It's fucking great. Um, so I will have to check out that episode. That sounds really cool. I, I really want to listen to that. So, normally we record on a Sunday. Yes. Uh, but you've got some stuff going on, so we're That's recording it. a day early. Today is March 7th, as we're recording it. Oh. Do you know what happened two years ago today? On March 7th. March 7th. Two years ago today. Mm-hmm. Two years. It was like Pearl Harbor, wasn't it? <laughs> Pretty close. We're closer to D-Day, really. But even so. Yeah, I thought it was around there. We met ICP. Oh, shit. That was literally two years ago today. Jesus Christ. I was checking out Snapchat, and I had a, a memory show up yesterday, and it was me, like, rapping in the car, and this, the little thing that I put on the bottom was, ICP is tomorrow! And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. How do and we do rec- this I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Um, I I'm just going to a friend's house to play Gloomhaven tomorrow. <laughs> noon, and I just I was like, I can't record tomorrow. <laughs> um, I haven't posted it yet, but as of this episode is up, I'm going to post a picture on our Instagram um, of ICP's Instagram sealing my picture <laughs> and posting it up on their Instagram <laughs> because of my name being Straight Edge Juggalo, so I guess it was to give them, you know, something good to that's, show people, I guess. Straight Edge cred. Yeah, so, uh, so go ahead and check that out. It got me a lot of fucking followers <laughs> on Instagram. I had, like, I, I probably got, like, at least 100 followers in the span of a couple days because I posted my picture the day after the show and they grabbed mine, like, a couple days later. <laughs> And I was getting likes. Like, there were fucking... I don't know how many goddamn likes in this picture, in, but it was fucking cool. That picture in that room that has a permanent haze over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That show... We've talked about it before, but that show 
was a fucking mess. Oh, it's sure. It was a fun show, don't get me wrong. I was blessed. Um, but Little Toenail. Oh my god. Garbage. Absolute trash. I will say it. I don't care if you're listening to this. And, <laughs> um. No, he's our newest even, subscriber. We didn't even get to hear Attila. Because yeah, we we heard we them were, from we, afar. Yeah. I jumped into one pit because yeah, we I was watched, like, it was like hold my let me know if the line starts moving. Text yeah. me because we were waiting for the fucking VIP thing. Yeah, to go VIP, took, VIP took like an hour during and a half. someone else's set. It was bad. You fucking inconsiderate fucks. We saw Siler and they were dope. Oh, they were dope as so. hell. I bought their album. and I never listened to it. And they've released another album since. I gave like, listen to it. Sorry. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I I really need to like actually take the time to listen to it. It's pretty good. I mean, that show was fun though. Like, yeah. I saw what uh, Ouija and uh, Light had a set, and they were pretty yep. damn good. Crying um, Zombies had a set. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I forgot about them. Which is very easy to do because they're fucking trash. Um, another thing I want to jump into real quick. Um. We, uh, obviously we talk about us being on social media. Um, I haven't been updating the Instagram as much recently, but I'm still on there occasionally. And I did, um, I've checked out on my personal uh, Instagram, um, a profile called Twisted History. They are fucking awesome because they've been documenting, um, basically Twisted's career. Um, I think they started with some of the House of Crazy stuff, but they've been going like in depth, um, on songs from pretty much every album thus far. Um, they're actually at an era that we're coming up to uh-huh. very soon. So I've been enjoying seeing what they're put, posting up there because we, I mean, there's stuff that I'm learning on there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I've done my best to try and like learn shit from before I started listening, but there's still stuff that I don't know. So it's really, really cool. So I hit them up on the juggle of judgment. Um, profile and said like, Hey, I've been watching you guys for a while on my personal one. And, you know, I just want to say that you're doing a fucking awesome job. Like I appreciate like seeing your post because it's helping me, you know, gain more knowledge about the stuff. And I mentioned that, you know, we do the podcast, mm-hmm. um, that's doing something similar. And they actually, um, they had a cool conversation with them because they basically had something similar to, um, like jiggles where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, listening to songs from like, you know, 2000 where you got two white dudes throwing out the N word, yeah, you know, is kind of cringy nowadays, obviously. For sure. So it's really cool that like, obviously we know our stance on it. Mm-hmm. We know how Jiggles feels. Yes. <laughs> but there's other people who have not even heard our podcast yeah. talk about that. And, you know, they brought that up and they said they were going to give us a, a, a listen too. And they've got like almost 5,000 followers. And I just want to say twisted history. If you, if you did actually listen to our earlier stuff, you caught up to this, uh, or I already jumped in whenever, or yeah. Or if you jumped, oh, no, they said they were going to start from the beginning because oh, they're completionists. Jesus Christ. And I said, listen, those early episodes are kind of rough. <laughs> so if you got to this point, uh, I just want to say thank you for running a really, really cool profile. They actually just followed us on Twitter last night. Yeah, I um, saw that. That yeah. Late Night Cakes, yeah. I believe yeah. is what it is. That's them. Um, I so took a thank look. you. I was like, hey. So, yeah. Thank you for uh, for running that awesome uh, Instagram. If if anybody else is listening, go and follow yeah, it. Give them a follow. It's very, very cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's my plug for them. Hopefully y'all plug us, too. Followers. <laughs> you don't got it. It's fine. <laughs> also, shout out to... Um, Suicide, who has been a hype man for Jump Steady before, liking one of our posts. 
Um, which means maybe they're checking out the show too. If not, it's Who whatever. Knows? But I just thought that was kind of maybe cool. they just like it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's I think that's all I really wanted to talk about um, prior to actually getting into this episode. What are we talking about today? Hang on a minute. I don't have. I can't reach my glasses. Uh, my glasses. It I looks can't. like it's anybody kill a anybody filler hatchet warrior hatchet warrior. Chet. We've heard this guy before. Yes, here and there. Yes, he's on some stuff. Yes. Okay, so this is the interesting thing. Is, is he a writer? No, no. Not yet. He was on Lotus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is the thing. I never realized this. He was also this, the Lotus replacement. Yes. This album came out in, um, I believe it was May of 2003. It might have been earlier than that, actually. But we've heard ABK on a significant amount of stuff. He's been around a minute. Prior to this. Because we first heard him on um, One Less G in the Hood by Blaze. Mm-hmm. Because he was Blaze's hype man. Yeah. Um, he was Mars's replacement for Lotus. Yes. So he was on the re-release of that. Now, granted, we touched on the re-release of Lotus the same time that we did the main album. Um, but that came out a year after. So that came out in 2002. Um, and we also heard him uh, yelling nonsense in the background of the Wraith. I I heard him yelling very clear things in the background of homies. He yes, but he also yelled nonsense in the background of like birthday bitches. Oh. Um, he's in. I remember of, the not nonsense. He's begin. He's in the beginning of Cotton Candy and Popsicles. Sure. He's arguing with Sin. Sure. About step into those bitches over there. Okay. Um. But he was in homies. Is he he was in homies. <laughs> he was in homies. Was he? Yeah, and he is in the video, but he doesn't wear his face paint in there, which is really weird. Because there's a juggalo running through the school with anybody kill a face paint, but ABK is not wearing face paint. ABK is like, he's like a mythical creature in, yeah. in, I, in Psychopathic up until this point, because right. he, he didn't have any releases, he just showed up on stuff, yeah, he, and he's referenced oh, the songs. He was he was in um one of the hidden tracks on Bizarre Bizarre, doing the... Uh, the um, Yo Mama jokes uh, with Blaze. And like they got, like Jay is talking in in one of the first tracks on The Wraith about ninjas and wearing anybody kill a paint. Anybody kill a paint. And it's like, why though? <laughs> where where what, is he? What do we know about this guy? <laughs> so, ABK um, had been rapping uh, in Detroit for a while. Before he was ABK, he rapped as, I believe he went as J-Mo. Um, was one of his original names, and he also uh, rapped. He had apparently, as... been making music like whenever he was like thirteen years old mm-hmm. out of his garage. As yeah, well. I, like, I learned this. Kind of, I looked stuff up. Yeah, I was curious. Um, and he also rapped as Native Funk um, because he is of Native American descent, he uh, is. Lumdi tribe, um, and is very very proud of that. Which I mean, that's a running theme for. A lot of his music. I was worried for a portion of this. I was like, <laughs> is he actually affiliated? God yes. help me. Yes, he is. He <laughs> is. I was like, okay. <laughs> he is lumpy. I don't have to delve into this. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> well, that was why we got into, because we, we briefly brought it up, I think, way back when we touched on uh, One Less G in the Hood, mm. because on the song... Um, I think it's Thug for Life, which it has ABK on it. 
he jumps in early, like before his verse on a on a blaze verse, and he drops an end bomb, and we were like, wait a minute, oh, yeah. it can like where is the line of <sighs> he's not black, but he's also not white. There's a and it's and it's a can of worms that we cannot talk about because it, so, we're not. Affiliated with either of them. So there's a there there is a thing that I do know, and it is that some people, when you some people in the what 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 I want to refer to them at like people who are really into their racism and stuff, right? Uh, there's a whole thing of like you can really throw that word at you can attach any word to that word right and create a new slur for anybody and people do it mm-hmm. with literally any non-white group mm-hmm. and so it's you know it's a whole thing right but that was a thing like we we see there's on the album and everything like on the the cover art all of this it is very like he is all about the native american stuff yeah, and you know what? That is that's dope. I don't know if there's any other prominent Native American rappers. Probably, um, I do know from looking up a long time ago. Uh, do you remember in Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Oh, jeez. Yes, I probably didn't watch it. But Nightwolf, okay, yeah. is in there, and apparently the actor who portrayed him did rap. Huh. Um. I don't know if there's anything specific about Native American rap, because I've never looked into any more of it, and literally ABK is the only thing that I have attached to it, which is a lot of shooting arrows, <laughs> tomahawks, <laughs> and he mentions peyote. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. <laughs> um, so I don't know if, if ABK is the standout choice of, of Native American rap, but he does rep it uh, to to the best of his ability, I believe. So, yeah. This album, which was originally meant to be an EP, and he decided, I'm gonna keep recording fucking songs like a motherfucker. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, we're checking this out. Uh, is this uh, artists who are of yeah. uh, Native American? Melly Mel! The first rapper to ever use the epithet FC, uh, of MC. He's Cherokee. Oh, interesting. Of, uh, yeah, it's Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, Grandmaster Flash. Oh, very interesting. A whole bunch of that. That was just the first one. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> keep this out because this is going to be helpful. Old uh, Dirty Bastard claimed to be of Native American descent, but <laughs> who knows? I have. I, I don't know. But, yeah, this album was being made, um,. It wouldn't surprise me if this was made during the same time as The Wraith, mm-hmm. um, but it did come out, um, it might have been like March or April, actually, this came out. Um, and yeah, meant to be just a short EP and just kept recording more, and we have 15 songs on this. We do. Which, well, honestly, for a debut album, cool. Yeah. There, you can, there, there's, there's pros and cons of what your first release is going to be if you're going to have it be an LP or if you're going to have it be an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, I think Psychopathic does more debuts being on the shorter side, and I think it's just to give people a taste of what they can expect. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not a bad 
um, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. But then at the same time, if it's something that people are really into, you need to follow it up very quickly. Yeah, I, I, I'd say like in general, you can, you can not do EPs if you're if you want to release something to give people a like a, a feel for what you're about. Release a full album and a sampler. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's totally fair. Like that. There's a difference between an EP and like a demo, where a demo is good for, you know, getting you into places for stuff, and that's usually where you need a shorter kind of thing that you right. get. Like you hand it to promoters, you, you hand yeah. it to record. You give that bite-sized chunk of this is what I'm capable of. Whenever you're releasing it commercially, you can just release an album. Right. But I mean, look at like what, how ICP did, where they released an album and then they released, you know, their sideshow EP yeah. in between their full lengths yeah. to tie people over. And, you know, you're looking at stuff of, well, maybe because of the direction that we're going to take the next full length, these songs that we're making don't fit that. Mm-hmm. So we should still put them out because we still like them and yeah. other people will. So that makes more sense. But. Again, That's where you get into things like their fruit and freshnesses and like right, right. Stuff. Which I mean, they did later on, so it's still cool because you're still seeing stuff that you know. Well, it didn't fit anywhere mm-hmm. at all. Because even even something like uh, Beverly Kills, where it's like it's an EP, it's a short thing, right? It still is like a comp- it's a it's its own thing. Yes, like it's it, it, Whenever I think of an EP, I'm thinking of like. I don't think of it usually as being its own complete thing, and also the terminology for that is like just really dumb. Like, just call it an album. Like, yeah. sure, it's short, but like, still an album. Right. It's a complete. It's it's not a single. Yeah, just make it a, a, an album. Um, one thing that's uh, interesting about this album as well is there are a lot of skits, but they're not skits that are acted out um, by any of the artists on here. Uh, these are all sample clips that were from the movie The, the Warriors, Warriors, which I've never seen. Have you seen You that? need to see that movie. I've, I've heard it's a cult classic. It's a very good movie. And I ju- the only thing I really know about it, aside from uh, in, uh, in Beverly Kills, they actually like yeah. played off of it. But everyone does. All I remember other than that was when Rockstar made The Warriors game. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I can't remember if it sold well or not, but I know that it had, like, a lot of the same... It, it took, like, legit clips from the movie yeah. and animated them, but I think even, like, some of the actors that were in that movie reprised their roles, like, to record new dialogue, which I think was really cool. Yeah. But I never played it. I'm just aware of it. Um, but yeah, this album is watch, watch that movie. filled with... Uh, clips from that movie. It's so. almost like the whole framing for it. Right. Less. Which, honestly, I don't care for it much, <laughs> but I understand it. So, like, it gets a pass for me. As much as I don't like skits that I can't get rid of, I understand it. They're, like, barely there. Some of them are kind of long. Some of them are. Towards the end, some of them are long. But you know what? It's not that you define long as like five seconds, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My time is very, very important to me. Jesus. <laughs> but it's about time to get started. But first. But first, I got a bitch. Jesus Christ. Because a couple episodes ago, I got super excited. The Dollar Tree had three liter bottles. Well, apparently, in the span of a fucking month, they decided, oh shit, we're losing money on these three liters. We got to to bring it down to two and a half liter bottles. Yes. 
It's a two and a half liter bottle now. It looks the same size. It no, it's it's smaller, and it's because it's easier for me to hold in one hand, which is what threw me off the first time I grabbed it. Jesus Christ! So what do we have today? We have a genuine Fago delicious cola. Delicious cola. Mm. That sounds good. That sounded very nice. La 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 la. Oh, mm. That legitimately sounds beautiful. It's wonderful. Getting heavy, really testing my strength. <laughs> Test your might, motherfucker. I actually did a like a one of those competitions at our uh, the Butler Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. where they fill a beer stein up and you have to hold it out like straight out. Oh, for as long as possible. You just have to outlast everyone else. Oh, okay. I outlasted at least like two people, which was good enough for me. I was like, I'm just not going to be last. <laughs> But if you ain't first, you're last. That's just completely inaccurate. Mm. It's delicious cola. That is genuine and delicious. Ah, Alright, without further ado, let's jump into this. We're going to start with intro. Hey, guess what? We can talk. Yeah. And this, we can always talk. Yeah. This is, uh... I'm busting out the, uh the liner notes because there's actually stuff that I did not realize until I started taking notes on this. Oh. Yes. Um, so this was actually, um, this entire thing was written by, um, Mike T. Oh. (laughs) It sounds like it could be done by Jump City, but no, uh, it says, uh, intro was originally written by Mike P, Trail of Tears Theory, rewritten and performed by Anybody Killer. Interesting. So I don't really know what that means. Um, but right here we just have ABK yeah. kind of just going off about like talking about the the stolen land that most of us inhabit yeah. and the damage that we do to and the disrespect shown to the land that we live on. And he's just like, "Fuck y'all." Yes, <laughs> that's that's basically. If there is ever a person on Psychopathic Records who does not give a fuck. ABK really throws it out there. Oh, yeah. That he is somebody who does not give a fuck. And this leads right into Close Close Call. sweet song. It's a hype track. This would be a good song to open a set with. Yeah. Straight up. Oh yeah, that's... It's got a... It's, it's got a, a... A nice grooving beat. It's not too slow. It's not too fast. 
it's got a chance to roll people in. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can drop that right into another track. You that, can go from that straight into another song. Because we just played 53 seconds of this song that's a minute 29. Yep. And literally that chant is what runs throughout the rest of it until um, part of the... Uh, that's the beginning of the whole Warriors Yeah, the Warriors skit uh, shows up at the very end. With the, can you dig it? Yeah. Um... So man, that movie's good. <laughs> I I've never said I will have to like check it, it out. If it is streaming anywhere, I'll check it out. Um, I'm not going to be able to like check through like each and every one of these. But one thing that I didn't re- uh, realize was who produces the majority of these. Yes, it looks like most of this is done by Mike P. Oh, nice. However, we do have some tracks in here uh, later on that are done by Fritz the Cat, which okay. is honestly who I thought produced this album in its entirety. And I was completely wrong. Hmm. So, because I'm just more used to Mike P having the uh, very heavier rock influence yeah. on all of his stuff. And this is just straight up hip-hop. He's got, he's like, got, a, good, there uh, are, got a good ear for the hip-hop. There are tracks that are laced with guitar. I'm going to be wrong. But, yeah, for this being a primarily like hip-hop song... It sounds pretty damn good for Mike P. It, so it, it would you would think listening to it that it was Fritz the Cat with some Mike P sprinkled in, but it is the yeah. Only it it does sound like it would be Fritz, especially like based off of what we heard Fritz do, not necessarily with Freak Show, but with Mirror Mirror, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really where they they started to get their feel for what it was going to be like. Um, I, I could definitely have seen that being a Fritz track, but it's, it's whatever. It's a really solid opener. It's short and sweet. This would definitely be a good song to start his set with. And whether this was, you know, I don't know if he was performing any of his tracks before he released this album. Like whenever he was, you know, opening shows for other people, like he was an opener on the Wraith tour. Hmm. Um, so I wonder if, you know, he was just doing his earlier stuff that he did as Native Funk, or if he was doing songs that hadn't yet come out, because obviously Hatchelor hadn't dropped yet. I mean, he probably was. I, I would expect that he had a decent amount of these written for, for a good while, and was mm-hmm. actively performing them right. prior to this coming out. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about, like, whenever he was originally touring with Blaze, mm-hmm. excuse me, you know. Him being the hype man for Blaze, he's doing a lot of Blaze's stuff. Yep. And I don't think that, like, obviously he's not going to tour and do just his verses from Blaze's stuff. Right. I'm sure there are, like, times where they would do that. Like, oh, yeah, remember my verse that I did on blank? Busted it out here. Yeah. Like. And also, like, that would actually explain some stuff if, like, if. If he was writing this over, like, a decent amount of time mm-hmm. and was actively performing a lot of these, some of them are, like, pretty disparate in sound, uh-huh. and I think that would be a... that, that would probably explain why mm-hmm. some of these... Some of these don't sound necessarily like they're from the same time, I think. You mean as far as how they're produced, or how they're... Stylistically, like, in the way that they're written and stuff, like... Okay, because... Here and there. Okay, okay, that's fair. It's not many of them, but some of them feel like they may have just been, like, later ones than okay. others. No, that makes sense. Uh, I got nothing else on this one. It's, oh. it's a pretty short track. We, it's good we, talked, we talked longer than how the track is. <laughs> Let's move on to track number three. This is Kill Me.
really makes sense to me that he got like hooked up with Blaze and stuff. Mm-hmm. They are they're such a good fit. So the two of them both go just about as hard as the other. <laughs> like that's why, like him on Blaze's one less G. Mm-hmm. Like some of those tracks where it's those two together are some of Blaze's best songs. Like the the stuff that they do as drive by, at least in the earlier time, is awesome. Now. When you say something like that about how, like, oh, yeah, I can see why they work together. Mm. What was something that I mentioned about Blaze before about his writing? I don't remember. It's that, allegedly, he didn't really write much of his stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a fun thing Mm. that I just noticed upon looking at the the booklet for this. Yeah. This song was not written by ABK. Interesting. (laughs) Do you want to take a shot at who wrote it? Monoxide. No. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Madrox. <laughs> yeah, Kill Me was uh, written by Jamie Madrox. Um, it does. It, it and, sounded very much like one of our, our twisty boys. Yeah, like, I, and I never thought about it. This isn't a song that I listened to much before, but I actually, like, upon doing this listen, I do like it. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised that I was like, oh shit, I didn't even think that, like, somebody else wrote this song. <laughs> um, but three tracks in, and we finally get a song with the title ki- with with the word kill in there. Yeah. You know, somebody whose name is anybody killer, and we finally get just not doing enough killing. No, also, clearly not. So far. And it's not even it's not even like... He needed to pick it up and... Yeah, he is telling he's telling y'all that you have to kill him. That's true. Or you're gonna die. Yeah. Like, if that's not a, a call to arms, I don't know what it is. <laughs> But this is one of the ones that, um, is this, is this one that is still done by, oh no, this is actually one that's done by, uh, Fritz the Cat. Oh. And Monoxide. And Monoxide. Yeah, I, I thought, I, I did. But it's did also co-produced by Mike P and Violent J. Well, fucking everybody's on this. Yeah. Everybody's got Shaggy their, in there. Everybody's got their hands in the cookie jar. Well, Shaggy does, like, he does cuts. But Violent so. J accidentally bumped a fader and he was like... <laughs> You gotta put me on that. <laughs> it wasn't for anything that was on, but he did bump a fader on <laughs> He's like, I got that album credit, right? <laughs> no, um... I need my royalties. I, <laughs> this, like, this is another, like, shorter song. It's, it's funny, because we're three tracks in, and it's literally been, uh, what, five minutes? Yeah, like five minutes of your time has been sit- spent on three songs, which is—I mean, one of them's an intro, so right. But it's just it—it it makes it seem like this is going very quickly, and then it doesn't later on. <laughs> and even then, this <laughs> this this doesn't have anything that's like you know you're not listening to any like big odysseys on this so much. Like, there's a couple that are a little longer, but most of them... Are... I have I have a huge gripe with one of them. Okay. But we'll, we'll get there when we get we'll there. We'll get to it. Yeah. But, uh, but no, this is another semi-short and sweet song, but it already sounds way different than track two, mm-hmm. and I'm digging that. Disregard the fact that it's written by Jamie Madrox, but he's also able to... Fuck you, Jamie! <laughs> no. <laughs> I love you, Jamie Madrox. Um, it's one thing whenever somebody writes your stuff, it's another if you can actually pull it off well. Oh, yeah. He performs it very well. Like, he is 
damn good on the mic. Mm-hmm. And I have seen ABK perform once in my life, and I'm really bummed that I haven't gotten to see him again. Um, but dude has good stage presence, too, I think. Um, I really wish that I would have seen when him and Blaze were touring together. Um, this is back in, like, 2011 or something. I really wish I would have gotten to see them tour together, because I really want to see a drive-by set, because I've heard that they are just crazy good on stage together. Hmm. But, no. This is another good song. Like, we're three tracks in, and, you know, intro aside... This is a really good listen so far. Yeah. I'm digging it. They're, uh, they're, they're, he's keeping it up. Mm-hmm. He's keeping it up. For real. Anything else on it? No. Nah, literally all I had down was like, yeah, it really makes sense that he works with Blaze a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even even dis- disregarding the fact that Jamie Madrox wrote uh, pretty much for both of them, as I understand. Uh, <laughs> like... Both of them still perform in a very similar way. Their voices ma- meld together very well, and obviously as as his hype man, and we'll see it later, they pick up for each other very well. Yes, yes. They, they play off each other super well. Moving so next. On. Track four. Sticky. Icky. Situation. official chorus in this song. I thought there um, was. There kind of I was is. waiting for it. After the next verse, but... It's okay. really long. Yeah. So this song uh, also features, obviously, Blaze Dead Homie mm-hmm. um, on two kind of like interludes, like hook, hook things kind yeah. of. It's got Violin J. Violin J and Esham. Um, Why does Jay have such a long fucking verse in this? So everyone does, really. No, but actually they don't. <laughs> so his verse- ABK does. He deserves it. So Blaze is just on interludes. I don't think Esham's is that long. It might be. So I've actually I've tried doing this before. Violent J just feels very long. <laughs> so if if you if anybody has ever uh, if you go on my personal Instagram, all I do on there nowadays, aside from posting random pictures, I will do a lot of videos of me in the car singing along to whatever's fucking playing on my phone at the time. Yes. I have tried to do Violent J's verse mm-hmm. from beginning to end. His verse is over a minute long. Yes. And I know this because you can only record up to a minute on Instagram. It's it's different now with uh, IGTV because uh, you can actually place an extended one. Uh-huh. But yeah, it you it is longer than a minute long. <laughs> but 
his verse feeds into my my uh complex. <laughs> the, what I said before of this is a period of time where Violent J makes fucking awesome long verses. <laughs> I love his fucking verse. It is one of my favorite Violent J verses of all time. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. And Ishan has a good verse. ABK's verse is good. Yeah. Like, I kind of wish that Blaze had a, an actual legitimate verse in here, but him, like, having two separate things, like, in between the three verses is good to kind of, like, just split things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost like um, when we had Straight out of Detroit, mm-hmm. there's no actual chorus in there, no. but you have, you know, the three people just fucking going off. Yeah. But this song, the fucking beat head bopper, beat. I love it. Mm-hmm. Just every, I love this fucking song. <laughs> so, like, at the very beginning of it, where ABK drops into the, you know, like, talking about his teacher that say never make it, I was like, it's a little plate, but his twist on it is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I hear that all the time in all of the music ever. Of what? The, like, <laughs> talking about, like, insert person here who, who said I'd never make it. Like, right. look at me now, motherfucker. And he's just like, I fucking beat him down. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I hear, I hear that that theme every like people do it all the time especially in like rap and stuff it's always like you said I'd never make it well I did <laughs> I got him I guess yeah. <laughs> said I'd never make it well I'm fucking killing you <laughs> um Jay does say a no no word which makes he me sad he does it's he did say that he's in this era he just really he likes does. doing that I that's that's what I said like for some reason in this era of diamond rain where everything is fucking positive let's Throw out homophobic slurs. Let's just fucking do it. Just fucking go. I don't know. And it sucks, because it's in one of my favorite verses that I've ever heard him do. I fucking hate that so much. So I just changed that word to a different word. Yeah. That sounds familiar, but is way nicer. <laughs> um, yeah. I got nothing else on this one. I just really fucking like it. Like I said, and even for me not totally caring for Esham, this is also a period where I think that as much as I don't care about Esham's solo stuff, and I'm I'm actually going to take time to listen to some of his earlier solo stuff <laughs> um, to see, because I heard a random song, like, two weeks ago that I really enjoyed, and I'm like, fuck, do I have to listen to more of his stuff now because I like this? <laughs> um... He, he does good but verses. Even on Beverly Kills, I was like, yeah, he's got a good verse. He, he does, does good shit. He does great stuff when there's other people around. Whether it's him featured on somebody else's stuff or somebody featured on his stuff. That's what has always kept my attention. But this is still a good verse. I still think Jay has the best one, but that's beside my point. <laughs> like, that's just me. Um, I'm gonna stop gushing about this song. Do you have anything else on this one? Nope. Fuck it, let's move on. Alright, up next. Track 5. Yanedin's Haunted. Get away from here while you still have the chance. Go rag <laughs>
If you want to skip to... Uh, I actually didn't write this one down. Oh, no, I did. I know what you're talking about. No, no, no. Um, I'm telling you the actual course. Uh, uh, go to 139. All right. Well, that's the chorus, but we're going to skip ahead. I know. I got it already. Well. <laughs> I added about 237. I'll put 235. Just give a little preamble. You preamble? Oh, hey. No. no <laughs> All right. I hate you. It was fine. Just no, it wasn't. I need to turn around. Oh, no. <laughs> Just because I needed to hear this part. Yeah. Alright. So. Heard a bit more of that because this song is just structured very weird. Yeah. Um. So. Came across another song that is not written by ABK. Oh, okay. Who do you think wrote this one? That's, sounds like it would have been a J thing. It is totally Violent J. <laughs> he totally wrote this one. Um, so yeah, we got a we got a song. I don't really care for it. You don't care for this one? The beat is really fucking boring. Really? It is boring. I think it's fun. I am surprised because you are the person <laughs> who's like it's too slow. No, it's <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the um, the piano that's in it, like, for the, the low tones. I just really think it's fun. <laughs> that little dopey Dope. shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Okay. So, obviously, this it's is... It's boring, and so is the content, as far as I'm concerned. It's, it, it's about... Ch chick got... Got... Thanks. Uh, couple things Welcome back, Bugs on My Nuts. Yeah, right. It's good to see you again. I love it. Maybe that's one of the reasons I like it so much. I think that's it. it. it just, I don't think there's anything else in this it's, that's it's really worth it. <laughs> so he says at one point uh, he had to use much stuff to get his nub up inside her. Mm -hmm. So if you, uh, I know you said you did a little bit of looking up on him. Um, he actually uh, is missing part of one of his fingers, oh. I believe, because it got chopped off. Just like Tony Iommi. Because it, it got chopped off when he was working in uh, in a factory. Not quite like Tony Iom. Yeah, so... <laughs> this is where I think Burned Off. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know who that is. It's Horace for Black Sabbath. Oh, wow. Two two parts of his fingers. He has uh, prosthetic fingertips. And wow. He, he fucking just rips. He's amazing. Shit. That's pretty dope. Yeah. It's fucking metal, yo. <laughs> um, it's Black Sabbath. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I, I, need to, I need to point out yeah. that the little interlude that we get where he's, uh, where he's trying to hook up with the chick... And he says, besides, it's raining diamonds, I ain't scared. Is it's raining diamonds, like, 2003's YOLO? I think so. It really, like, it's gotta be. Yeah. Because I, I, I have nothing else about that. And, I, like, I, I think it's literally just their way of saying, like, it's, it's all cool. Yeah. Besides, it's raining diamonds, I ain't scared. Um, I don't I, I fucking, I really like this song. <laughs> Isham was on there on the chorus as well. And Shaggy Tudo the fuck? Is he just one of the people yelling? I, I mean, I don't know. Shaggy normally I can tell people yelling. Normally I can tell who Shaggy is, but I just, I don't know, I didn't hear it there. 
No, I. Oh, you know, now, now thinking back to it, yeah, I can I can hear that on the on the hook. Yeah. But nah, man, I, I he's not like, yelling. He's kind. He's half yelling on it. Maybe. Uh, no, I think the song is fun. <laughs> like, I don't know why I like it. I just do. <laughs> um, excuse me. But I got nothing else on this one. No, I don't have much. Because <laughs> you just don't like it. <laughs> All right. Boring. Let's keep going. We're going to go to number six. This is Ghetto Neighbor featuring Monoxide and Paris. Okay, what are we going to do now? We're going back. And the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real simple. Except that any cop in the city is going to bust our heads. We got something else to think about. You know what? The truth. Is it still on? They call me Ghetto Neighbor. I don't give a fuck. Sounds popping on. Steadily waking you up Homies banging on the door Because I'm slanging a tree 24 hour weed spot Part 2 get one free Every week another piece of property Getting stolen Check it in you little butcher Watch your eye get swollen Neighborhood badass I think the whole block hates me Riddle and free Psycho motherfucker Acting crazy Ever since the young age of 13 Same house Different neighbors And they all blame me For all them cars That got stolen The windows that got broken A handful of jewelry That the cops caught me holding Psych I never been caught for a run That I Seen a fat ass lick and didn't hit it. All the murders that they claim, and I ain't stressing that shit. Cause if you got the evidence, they come convict me, bitch. What? So you're looking something up over there, and I'm just going to throw out a a, a guess. Okay. This sounds like a Fritz the Cat. This is Fritz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fritz and Monoxide did it. The but, um, the the guitars in that and uh, all that stuff, it just doesn't have the mixing that I would expect out of a Mike P. It's mm-hmm. not as present in there. Mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely has that Fritz sound. For real. But what's interesting is I didn't realize who played the guitar on it. Ooh. That's Sin. Huh. So... I guess he does play instruments. I didn't know that. There you have it. Uh, I don't think that he played guitar on any of the Zug Island stuff. I thought he did, album. like, on an ICP track before. I thought you had brought it up before, but I don't remember anything, so... I have no idea. That's this why also... I was under the assumption that he always did just play the guitar. And this is also one of the ones that was... Okay, so I'm going to say that this is an earlier track that they did, because it said that this was recorded at Maxi Media Studios in Dallas, Texas. Huh. Dallas is one of the places that... ICP was just kind of like laying low at before they did, um, before they dropped the Wraith. Uh, so I have a feeling that this was one of the first tracks they did, obviously, earlier on. They probably were just doing it at the one studio there because, well, ICP is obviously there. Like, fucking, let's just do it there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't realize that until just now. I can dig this song. This song is honestly is pretty damn good. Um, I, okay, so. Monoxide's got a cool verse. There's an interesting thing going on here. Yes. Where you have ABK and Monoxide talking about doing gangster shit and all that. Yes. Generally. And then you have Paris. Yes. More or less his verse is talking about terrorizing white people by existing as a black man in quote-unquote their spaces. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, he's not even talking about any, like, kind of, like, gangster shit. He's just talking about existing near upper-class people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, rock the fuck up. I actually looked him up because I was just curious, like, 
who he was. Oh, you did look him up, or yeah. you didn't? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he Apparently, a- very heavily inspired by like Black Panthers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that comes out through that. Like yeah. that's so. Um, I'm actually. It's it's funny. Rock the fuck on, man. I've never looked into any more of his stuff. He actually. Um, way, way later, I think it's like 2011 or something, he's actually featured on an ICP song. Huh. Um, whether we actually get to talk about that, I don't know, because it's featured on a compilation that literally has everything we'll have talked about by then. Oh, um, I mean, we can just get the one track. Or we can, there, there's three tracks that were brand new at that point, so we oh. can just talk about those. Anyways. I'm sure um, we'll have another discussion where we can cover this. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I looked up his stuff, and he has... A lot of his stuff is is fairly political, it seems. Yes. Um, which okay, fine. Now the thing that was interesting was I thought he was also from Detroit, and he's not. Huh. He is from I think it was San Francisco. Okay. If I if I read that correctly, um, I gave a service level just to see who he was. I, I I'm gonna double check just to be sure, but I'm almost certain. Yeah, from San Francisco. Um, he's influenced by the Black Panthers. He was once a member of the Nation of Islam. Yeah. That's so yeah. He uh he's been making music since literally 1990, um, and his first single was banned by MTV. So clearly, everybody loves him. Yeah. Um, but this is an interesting song to feature somebody like that on there. I mean, God, the dude had been rapping for 13 years at this point. Yeah. Or 13 or more years. Um, so for people like me who would have never heard of this guy. You know, this is honestly a dope-ass track, and it would probably cause some people to look into more of his stuff. I'm interested, honestly. Like, I actually am intrigued. And can we just say that <laughs> the chorus, Yeah. as as people who are from the Pittsburgh area, <laughs> growing up with Mr. Rogers, it is really, really weird to have the Won't You Be My Neighbor song... <laughs> Featured at the beginning of every Mr. Rogers episode, uh, <laughs> turned around like this. It's very, very weird, um, and yet it still works. But I'd probably be their neighbor. <laughs> um, ABK throw, throwing out that 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 gangsta type shit though. Like yeah. it's almost it's almost like he'd be a good pick for riders. You think? Think be, I, I was saving that think. for later. But <laughs> I'll bring it up again there. You can bring it up again there. Yes. Um, he is... Most of his verses on almost all of these are writer's verses. Like, he's... He writes writer's verses. Or Jamie Madrox no, writes writer's verses and gives them to him. This well, is him. Like I said, both. <laughs> he writes writer's verses and Jamie Madrox also kind of writes writer's verses for him. Unless unless Monoxide was writing his verse for him, or Paris was. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely believe this was uh, this one was Kella. Um, yeah. He... Th- this is a solid album so far, man. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, it's good. Good stuff going on. Ready to move on? I am ready. Alright, track number seven, Come Out to Play, featuring Violent J and Jamie Madrox. Shut your mouth, you little hoe, before I scalp your lips. 
In other words, you'll be a dead little punk ass bitch. I won't forget you every time I'm pissing over your grave. Or when I'm slaying peyote and hoods that you once claimed. Learn about the tribe you're dissing, cause we all ain't the same. Tell my heart steady swinging as I'm dancing for rain. So come and play with me. At least until the sky turns gray. Shooting all my arrows like AKs. Amazing situations. Four colors of man. Represent the wicked nation. Underground street level. Running this course. Keeping you shady bitches scared to come up off your porch. So come and hang with me. Unless you blaming me. Because the native hydro keeps changing me. Play with me. thoughts on come out to play i really like that hook it's it's good as hell um i i still like the whole warriors thing (laughs) it's always nice um yeah i mean abk seems to have two modes that are very similar to each other it's the fuck you i'm a killer and fuck the haters I'm a killer. <laughs> this one's fuck the haters. <laughs> also, I'm Native American. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's that's an asterisk uh, at each one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because we get there's a lot of of Native American references in this track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, and and I totally agree with you. Um, it's okay. that was actually the reason why I was like very like. Whenever I was looking up stuff on him, I'm like, please, please, because I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm like, it sounds so token. Like, I feel really bad saying that, but like, whenever I hear it, I'm like, it almost sounds should like I just be somebody concerned? like just <laughs> just saying shit. How judgmental do I have to be on this episode? And like, rock on, ABK, because you're fine. But like, whenever I heard it at first, I was just like. <laughs> I'm glad you looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> this uh, this song is it has such a chill beat. This is a Mike P track, okay. which yeah. I, I'm I'm like he can really do everything. Yeah, like he's good. Seriously, Mike P is so fucking good. Um, but it, like instrumental on everything is subtle. It does change up uh, by the time we get to the uh, third verse, though. This this does again sound like it. Could have been a Riders track. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like, it sounds like they ripped a beat from a song from that era. <laughs> like it has that feel to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he really did just basically produce a hit from the era. Yeah. The uh, we got Violent J on that chorus, which is cool because Jay, I, I Jay has a like you can tell. I've, I've said this before. You could tell an era. Um, of, of a song based on Violent J's voice. I mean, you can. Um, and something about some of his hooks at this time, his voice is a little more like raspy, kind mm-hmm. of, around this time. But because this beat is so subtle as is, it just fits really well because it's not like he's whispering, but uh-huh. he's not like yelling it. He's got a low register on it. Yeah. He's, just, it's he's just, singing it. It sounds <laughs> cool. And then we get a, a a verse by Madrox. It's a it's a quick uh it is it eight or sixteen bars. It's it's shorter than ABK's two verses. He's in, he's out. Yeah. 
and it's still good. Yeah. Like, say what you need to say, and that's cool. And then he actually, um, because it's kind of a calm response in the chorus um, that we hear, uh, Madrox does the chorus then uh, in place of ABK um, after his verse, which is cool because he changes up the lyrics a little bit from uh, from Tomahawk to Butcher Knife. Yeah. It's just cool because Jamie's doing the Jamie voice in the chorus. It's cool. <laughs> it's just fucking cool. I love this track. It's very, very good. Um, now, something that I think tends to happen on a number of these albums, uh, especially from probably about 2000 on, Violent J is in everything. Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. However, I think that the little things that he does here and there, if it's not a, a song that has like a full verse, just the little tiny stuff he adds a bit here and there works. I don't think it. it's like shoving, like, this is not an album that I don't think had a sticker saying, featuring blame blank blank tracks with, yeah. you know, insane worm posse. Not like most tasteless did. Yeah. But like the little like sprinkling of Violent J here and there honestly does wonders. If it took, if you had him off of it and switched it with just being ABK or somebody else, I don't think it would have harmed it or hurt it or, you know, made it better or anything. I do think that it works. And just as somebody who recognizes that fuck Jay is on a lot of shit, at the same time, if it's good, I should not be able to complain about that. Like, unless it's something where it's like, why are you on this? Right. Because you took a good song and now it's lessened. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, it does happen in later albums. we We will see it. And as sad as that is, it legitimately happens. But on this album... I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Anything else on Come Out to Play? Nope. All right. I'm, I'm honestly actually kind of surprised that they don't have that particular clip from the Warriors in this at all. Oh, yeah! Wow, I didn't even think about that. Of all the clips they have included, they do not have that one. And that's like the most iconic one. Can you dig it? Yeah, I guess. Th- th- those two. Huh. It, it was, I it didn't was even think bit, about that. I was, I was kind of like... crazy. Ah. So yeah, couldn't support on that one. Alright, let's <laughs> move on. We're, we're hitting that hump now. This is track eight, Hated Me.
hated me. Yeah. So remember how I said the last track was like a hater's track? Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. So yeah, um... I mean, it's it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I hate this song. Really? I hate Interesting. this song. It is... Five and a half minutes long. <laughs> is it, it is, too slow? It is slow. The chorus is okay. I uh, got live drums by Lil Pig on there. Lil Pig. Drum from Zug Island. Okay. Um, produced by Mike P. Produced by Mike P. So this is an easy one. I, I just don't like this fucking song. <laughs> I also can't stand the fact that the running line here, if you ever started hated me, I don't think that's what he says. That's totally what it says. I don't think that's what he says. That's totally what he says. No. That's totally what he says. That's totally what he says. You ever started hating me? It doesn't say like hating though. It does not sound like that at all. It really bothers me. Because you're an idiot. And don't even look I, it up on Genius because Genius <laughs> fucks this up all the time. Because the people who write things for Genius can't fucking spell. <laughs> Or here. <laughs> Genius is curated by deaf people. <laughs> Which, no offense, but I'm just saying, you can't hear the words. <laughs> okay, so they say hating me, but it just sounds like yes, hating me. because that's what he's saying. But it doesn't sound like it, though, and it bothers me. It's because ABK has very interesting diction and pronunciation of things in general. It is probably also because his lisp is not part of that. It, it's all wrapped up in it. Also, something to, to point out, because I just mentioned the lisp, apparently um, there are a lot of people who said that he just put that on, like, to differentiate himself, and no, that's that's legit him. Yeah. Like, if you hear him talk, he has that lisp. <laughs> and it's just, like... It's a weird thing to yeah. like, put on somebody. <laughs> yeah, it, no, that's... Straight up him. Like, he just has a lisp. And that's how he... And he just... He raps like that. Speech class? Fuck that. Like... Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? But no, um... It... It actually reminds me... Uh, this track in particular, the hook, specifically, reminds uh-huh. me of a track that... I think has a... It's a bit of a better hook, as far as I'm concerned. In so... Of Wreck the System fame, Lady J, her song, Fuck You... <laughs> In which the hook is literally just all I can say is fuck you. <laughs> nice. Possibly the top fuck the haters hook that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but this one's this one's still pretty good. Send us your favorite fuck the haters tracks. Yeah. Cause I'm curious. That's all I have. That's I it? I don't have anything else. Yeah, we, I don't we, like the song. <laughs> it is the longest song on this record, and I don't like it. <laughs> It just, it's its too fucking long. It does not fucking end. Let's move on. Anyway. Track nine. This is Tools featuring Blaze, you dead homie. Let's go!
This is, as far as I can tell, this is the drive-by bread and butter. This is, th- this is, a, this this is what drive-by is. Yeah, this is, this this is drive-by bread and butter. Like this, like I'm sorry, like like drive-by. They're like, we need, we need something. We need a track, and they're like. We got this. We, we, <laughs> we got a little something cooked up, you know. We just spent a half hour, made a beat, wrote some shit. I think I think you might like it. Turns out to be a fucking dope ass song. It's a banger. It's a really good song. It moves. Good tempo. It fucking moves. Uh, we hear Blaze on that chorus. Uh, the chorus uh, happens a second time, and it uh, actually has like a like a group of people in it. And then Blaze has a verse, and it's a dope verse. Yeah. Whenever like, whenever I say that, like this is their bread and butter. I'm kind of saying that, yeah, they do a lot of the same stuff, but they do it so well. Right, and that's the thing, like, it's, it's unfortunate whenever it's like, okay, well, yeah, you can do this, but can you do this? At the same time, it's like, do you want do it? To? If, but, but not just that, like, if you're doing something good, and you can continue to do it, and it's good, fucking why bother stopping? Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, I... I, I understand the idea of people getting tired of, like, one-trick ponies or whatever. Yeah. But if it's still working for them, wh- wh- like, where is the where's the complaints there? You know, so... Because then whenever they try something else and if it doesn't work, you're like, oh, you just fucking suck then. <laughs> All you have is this. Okay, yeah, but you were enjoying what I was doing before, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like... Sorry, Linkin Park, but Minutes to Midnight, not a great album. Damn. I, I'm sorry. There's like five good songs in it, and everything else is the Chester Five Bennett. good songs, he says. I know, that's pushing it. That's so many. <laughs> Out of like, it's fucking 13 or some shit? That's a decent chunk of an album. <laughs> that's, that's barely a third. That's not good. It's an EP's worth. It, okay, well then they should just release an EP with those songs. <laughs> It ain't no goddamn hybrid theory. It ain't no fucking Meteora. Miss Minute was booty. <laughs> Sorry, but like, that's how I feel. It's one thing when you want to change up your style a little bit to, to, you know, try something different. But then whenever you release however many fucking records after that sound the same and they're not good, just go back to what you were doing that was good in the first place. People like I'm it. Sorry. Black Eyed Peas. Fucking make Ella Funk again. <laughs> Well, Star actually, they Jefferson did. Just, they actually, they actually did just release uh, an album recently. Um, I think they released it last year, but it actually sounds like their stuff pre Ella Funk, so pre Fergie, mm. like straight up like rap hip hop stuff. Good first track had Nas on it, so oh. first single rather. But no, Drive By. Like the thing is, hearing the tracks of Blaze and ABK. If I was listening to this music back then, so if I had listened to One Less G in 2001, if I had listened to Hatchet Warrior, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Like I can't wait to hear an album by them. That's good. It's a shame that'll never happen. Well, anyways, Tools is a really good song. (laughs) It's fun. They're rapping kind of fast. It's cool, which is... Honestly, the fact that Blaze is able to keep up, like, with some speed, I like. Yeah. Has Blaze, he done that before? Uh, I feel like he's been on a faster track before. Possibly. I can't remember offhand. There might have been something. Uh, also, one thing that I uh, that I should point out, and I'm going to do it here. There was 
a time, and this is actually what I brought up about um, that Twisted History Instagram. Okay. There's a period of time, and I don't know when it started, that Blaze was actually retired from rap. Oh, yeah. I don't know when it started, so I can't pinpoint, like, what was the period of time, like, we saw him featured on Mirror Mirror. We saw him featured on um, The Wraith. I'll bet we did. He's featured on this. So, I don't know if he was retired from just releasing solo stuff, or if he was just doing some guest spots here and there. Yeah. I can't figure that out, and it's irking me. Because then it's You're like, irked by a lot. I do get irked a lot, but I'd rather get irked than flat out pissed off. That's it's hard to tell the difference sometimes. Oh no. There, there's a difference. <laughs> I have gone fucking off about stuff on this before. Yeah. That's yeah. not me being irked. <laughs> it's weird because a lot of the things that irk you also piss you off. <laughs> Depends on how long I focus on it, I guess. <laughs> but no, I, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, if anybody does know, please let me know, because I'm trying to, I know when the retirement ended. Mm-hmm. I know that. I just want to know, A, when did it start, and B, what was the cause of it starting? Because I can't find anything concrete online, and it's annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tools, cool song. Anything else? Nope. Moving on. Our test. While you're sleeping. Now I lay me down to sleep I pray my dreams don't slowly creep Caught up in a web with no escape Something the mind can't break unless you're wide awake Have you ever had a nightmare and been scared? Then woke up in the morning and forgot it was there Then the shit really happens like deja vu But you sit back and act like you never knew The same situation happened in my life And I feel that I should tell it cause the timing is right Now the only reason that I'm speaking is cause I'm teaching Thinking if I let it out, my head would stop tweaking. Mixed emotions caused from stress that reunite when you lay your head down to rest. It's like creatures of the night, leaving nothing but bad news and things about the future that might make you confused. What do you got? This is... Honestly... I mean, this is a very chill track. It is. Um, which... At track 10 of 15... Um, I'm kind of surprised it took this long to get it, but it's uh, it's necessary. Yeah. Um, I really a think more, so. A more somber track than mm-hmm. his usual fare. I'm glad that... Uh, what, what we could call the hook does not have any... Um, like he doesn't do any rapping on it or anything, or there isn't anything on it. It's just it's a good break. You know? Yeah. Um, because we have what presumably is just Native American chanting in the background. Mm. Um, I really like that. I would guess uh, a little bit later in the um, song, we do have a spoken word section by Blaze. Yep. Who uh, I believe Talking it's him being recalled. dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, I was so afraid to die. Now that I'm dead, I I know everything. <laughs> Like, um, yeah, he's, he's talking about like omens and such like in, in your, like omens that come to you in your sleep and all that stuff. And then trying to 
trying to live in a world that keeps letting you down when all of that stuff eventually happens. And he's he he's saying all we have is each other, and you know that's he's saying it in his own ways. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets things across the way he do. Usually talk about killing. <laughs> <laughs> this this one's more more chill about it. Right, right. It's a good track. It is. Um, I, it's one that I never really paid attention to before because it's yeah, slow. It's no. <laughs> We have gone over this. Because we do this, I listen to the songs more, and then I actually am able to give them more of a chance. And no, this is genuinely a good song. Like, I can see, like, I can I see it being... Song. I said it's more... But I can see it being more <laughs> difficult for me to, like, take time to want to listen to it. Yeah. But no, I can I can definitely appreciate this track. Like, it's... It's good. Um, Yeah. That's, that's all I got on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's... There, Sorry, at this point, I don't have notes for this. I could not take more notes. Fucking so a lot of this is just cool. me going off the dome. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> just yeah. Good God, I know. <laughs> I'm so fucking terrible. And I'm t- we're considering giving you your own mic. I don't think so. <laughs> Bitch, I was gonna buy my own. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm considering giving you space on my mixer. <laughs> Guys, if you if you really want this podcast to sound better, you'll tell Shmi to let me get the second mic so that it doesn't sound as echoey. <laughs> It'll be nice. I'm assuming maybe that's the case. I have no Oh yeah, idea. it'll cut out a lot. It'll be beautiful. Okay. Up next, track 11, Hollow Point. Two separate worlds, opposites, yet alike in so many, many ways. Both these worlds are engaged in an eternal war with each other. The war of good versus evil, which is which you decide. Only one thing will outlast both armies. Only one thing will survive in the end. And that special magical little item is that of which we call the hollow tip bullet. Sit back and let me take you into the mind of a killer. Dark carnival, psychopathic weak splitter. It hits the person that you want to hit and doesn't hit other people. That's the purpose of them. The hollow point? Yeah. It's a it's not a piercing bullet. Well, I thought the hollow point is the kind that whenever it hits it it actually like 
purse. And yeah, it, inside the person. Oh, it doesn't hit. It doesn't penetrate. It's oh. not penetrative. Oh, oh okay. My, I, I get what you're saying. My bad. It's polite to the bystanders, <laughs> is what I mean, but not to the person getting hit with. Unless it. the police are using them, in which case it hits all of the bystanders because they just unload twelve clips. <laughs> Minutes go by and they're still firing. <laughs> so I was thinking, as we were listening to, to Sin talking at the beginning of this, and you started doing his, his quotes from uh, the end of Zug Island, a, a stupid thought hit me. Yeah. It, in my head, I was just like, is Sin just a... He's a juggalo Pete Buttigieg. He just says nothing in a, in a nice way. <laughs> but he has such a good voice. He does. You just ignore it. <laughs> um, so this this uh, this song it's was... me, the hollow platitudes, man. Uh, <laughs> this song was featured on um, the Hatchet History uh, compilation. Um, oh. Thinking back now, I feel like we probably should have just done that compilation because it had a handful of tracks that were on albums that hadn't come out yet, so it could have given us a taste of what we were going to hear. Well, it's good to wait. I used to not like this song because of the Sin's... No. Oh. Because of Sin's intro. I was just like... <laughs> it, I guess it was just because it took so long to get into the actual track that I was like, well, what the fuck am I actually listening to? No, this song is pretty damn good. It's a good song. I actually really like it. Sin's intro is just mm, whatever. Yeah, like <laughs> like just it's dumb. But uh no, the track track is pretty good. I don't care for the hook much. It's that voice he does. It's kind of it's kind of whiny. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell me exactly. anything. Like if this was Violent J from like 96 or 97 era, I could understand it. It's weird now that we're in 2003. Actually, um, that was one of the things I was looking up to. This seems like this was another early track, because this was also recorded at the same studio in Texas. Um, so I'm assuming that this was probably one of the first tracks that they recorded for this album. And I'm, it makes me wonder then, too... And this, um, this is the point where I brought up, where I was going to bring up that like this kind of stuff is why ABK and Blaze are so well-suited to the Riders. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, this is, this is um, that. But... What I'm curious now is we've come across at least two tracks so far that were done at this other um, studio Mm -hmm. uh, in Texas. And I wonder if those couple tracks, because they were making... There's only a handful, but I think there's only one more that they did. Um, I wonder if they were just going to release just those couple as an EP. Possibly, yeah. Since Since that was the original intent of this record. Just release those... Maybe, like, right after the Wraith dropped or whatever. Yeah. You know, or on tour. I could see that. Um, but then they were like, nah, we got our studio. We gotta lace up more shit on here. <laughs> for, for some I could reason, be whenever Probably. I was listening to this and taking my notes, mm-hmm. it sounded like in the third verse, ABK's voice was quieter for some reason. <laughs> but okay. I don't really remember. I didn't go back to listen. As in the mixing was bad? Like, it sounded like he got lower in the mix mm. for some reason. Like, he sounded like... Listening to it in the verses that we heard, his voice is very present in them. Yes. And I could hear that. In the third one, it sounded like he just, like, faded a bit. And I'm like, what happened? Mm-hmm. But, again, that was just what I heard in the moment. Who knows? 
Okay. Uh, anything else on Hollow Point? No, it's a dope track. I'm gonna. It's gonna be in my my rotation from now on. Well, yeah, you you didn't think that you liked it before, but right. now you know. Featuring yeah. <laughs> Shaggy Two Dope. First off, let me speak. There's some crazy motherfuckers I've been trying to teach about the ways of the underground. I was been round and round by adding those terrifying sounds. We can wave from the east to the west to the north and the south. Juggalos, hear me out. You wanna know about me? Well, it's time for me to tell ya. But it's just a familiar. No, not the streets as ABK. But the caps at the straights with the rusty ass throwaway. If you're scared, turn the lights on. I can see your heart steady pounding, so I bet it won't last long. Pack the weed in the bomb, take a hit. The remnants of us are bullshit. That's how it is when you're out of control. A little something that I thought you should know. Tell me Shaggy Tudup has a uh, has a verse uh, at the end. It's a short one too. Yeah, he's in and out. Yeah, like which is fine. Yeah, he, and it's 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 a decent it's, verse. Too. It's a good verse. It's it's, it's not bad. Verse, like so it it, it it definitely helps the track. Um, he also does uh, cuts on the on the track. Um, yeah. It's a Mike P produced one, and uh, Lil Pig does live drums on it as well. Right. Which is weird because it almost doesn't sound like it's live drums. Those cymbals do not sound yeah as well, good I mean, as it could have been an electronic set. True. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit more of the same. Yeah, um, he's, he keeps a good pace in this one. Yes. He's, 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 he likes to do that here and there. And I don't mind it. Like, this this album is not static. No. Which is really, really welcome, because we have a lot of times where it's like, some of the albums that we've listened to, as we've said before, like Blaze, where it's like... Blaze. It's it, and, and like I like Blaze. His name is Blaze. But but it's it's sometimes where it's like oh we're now listening to a different track. Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> this album does not have that problem. No, like each track has a very distinctive feel, and you know what is what what the case is going to be. All right, and even though the subject matter is fairly similar throughout. I don't mind it because at least it's it's got something different to like. Yeah. Okay, I don't like the one track, but I like the next one. Yep, great. Okay, having Shaggy Two up on here, I don't know how they missed the opportunity of having just Native American duo. Yeah, what the hell? What can you do? I, I, Give me again, my Shaggy Two up and ABK I, group. Just I, do I, that. I don't, I don't know uh, if is, does, does Shaggy have an affiliation? <laughs> he, he's Native American. Okay, he's he's I believe half Native American. I don't know the tribe. Okay, but he he is. Um, cause somebody I remember like looking on like looking up this song a while ago, and it was like it's it was something somebody like they were trying to make it a stretch that like. Ah, uh, yes, the two Native American rappers on Psychopathic <laughs> <laughs> linking up for the first time or something. I'm like, they don't even talk about that. Together at last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't think Shaggy says anything about, <laughs> about that in here. Does he? No. He literally doesn't. No, in his four lines. <laughs> yeah. He, he does four bars, pretty much, and that's it. 
Four or eight. It all depends on what you think is four beats in, a, in this song. Yeah. Because it's fast. Is it double time? I don't know. Um, no. It's a cool song. It's three minutes long. It's in and out, and we're good. Exactly. Like, there's... I got no qualms on this one. ABK sets the pace. He does. This... For for a debut... We're, we're in the last couple tracks. For a debut album, I'm impressed. It's good. I really am. Up next, though. Fudang. Featuring Blaze Dead Home. So expressing their displeasure. So here's 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 a problem going that I have with this song. Okay, this is a part two. Oh, is it? There's an original track called Fudang that was released online for free. Oh, and you didn't tell me. I did not tell you, and that is because it's it gone. is in the shittiest quality. Oh. It is like you still could have told me ninety six. Like, yeah, it's it's not great. Okay. Never got released on a, f- a physical media ever okay. until just last year. Huh. Guess what? Same quality. Same fucking quality. Yes. It's so annoying. And honestly, the first one is better. Huh. Like the original version of the song is a better one. Um. It was probably released in, like, 2001 or so, I think. Um, or maybe at some point in earlier 2002. Um, I don't know offhand. But when people... I think the people, whenever they saw that Fudang was on this, they assumed it was going to be that song, but in better quality. Uh-huh. Um, and I have seen countless people say that they hate this version <laughs> and prefer the original. Well, I've never heard the original because you didn't tell me about I it. I know that. So, uh... In, like, five years, we'll talk about it. It was released before this. You could have just told me. Nope. Couldn't do it. Wasn't released. It's like Forgotten Freshness. We're talking about shit from three years prior. (laughs) I know. I know. We'll bring this back up in in a couple years and be like, all right, so which was the better one? I'll be like, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be like, wait, didn't we already talk about this one? No, 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 we talked about the worst one. (laughs) Um, Which was funny, too, because I I heard that one first as well, 
because I, I just feel like, well, I don't remember. Apparently, they both suck. <laughs> but I actually don't hate this song. When I was getting into, I mean, it's not a bad song, but this just isn't as good as the original one, in my opinion. Um, but when I was getting uh, into ABK's music, I didn't get this one first. I got his second LP first, which I like a lot. Um, but on it was either Fago Lovers or Juggalo News, they had a section of like rare audio that you could just download because it wasn't released anywhere else. Like they weren't profiting off of it, so it was like, okay, what are you down for free? And I heard that original Fudang, and I'm like, man, this song is awesome. And then I bought this, and I'm like, oh, cool, Fudang's on here. Oh, it's uh, this is a different song. <laughs> they couldn't even call it Fudang Two, like. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know what? It was a demo. I'm slightly annoyed. Like, it's total different lyrics, everything. Demo versions, what are you going to do? Lament over the fact that they're st- stuck as demos and not released as full things. You stay sad about it. Yeah, I'm going to stay sad about it. <laughs> That's how I am. That's how I do. Got anything else on it? No. It is... It's, it's literally just like we have invented a new way to express our displeasure... With yeah. this word. <laughs> Why are you being so silly? So, up next. Who dangin'? <laughs> Gang-related, featuring Violent J. The best. Now if you got your head tilted to the side And you're always down to jack a bitch for her ride Or the colors that you rep make others upset Then you might be gang related Never once been seen alone Ever since you can remember you was fully grown Playing rocks on the block with a knot in your side Then you might be gang related Murder rap, in your belt Robbery and selling trees, the only jobs that you help play a little bit longer. What we have here is the Psychopathic Records Jeff Foxworthy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. I hate there's correlation now, and now I can't unhear it. If you were... Um, so this song is, for lack of a better term, fairly contentious. Is this, uh, topical or prophetic? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, at the time, was it a thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I couldn't, I didn't um, I don't remember. The, the thing is, it's too long ago for me to, to know, because, again, I wasn't in it. And... I mean, there... All right, we're 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 gonna dive into it at, at one point or another, but the the sheer amount of people who were fans of ICP and getting arrested for one thing or another, 
whether it was breaking into cars, assaults, selling drugs, like all that shit. The fact that your car has a Hatchet Man sticker, you have a Hatchet Man tattoo, you have an ICP CD on you or whatever. That was more than enough for authorities to tie that to a greater problem. Mm-hmm. Or a rather greater, like, a, a reason. Yeah, yeah. And the They're people... Correlated with gang activity. You know, and then there's the people who are like, oh, we all listen to this music. They talk about how they were in a gang. We should do this shit, too. Beat the shit out of somebody while yelling whoop whoop. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fucking great. You know? And I can be generalizing, don't get me wrong. But, with all of the people who are so adamant about the gang label that did get thrown on Juggalos in 2010. That was legitimately a thing. Yeah. Where the Juggalos were labeled as a, uh, a an unorganized hybrid gang, I think is what it was. Yeah, something like that. Um, By the FBI. Yeah, by the FBI. Like, that was a big fucking deal. And people are like, oh no, we're not a gang or anything. You have a song on a record from seven years prior called Gang Related. And as much as we talk about the separation of music and reality, you have people that are hearing these words that are just taking it to heart. Violent J's first fucking lines. Do you wear a hatchet, man? Yeah. You in a gang. Fucking sorry, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I'm wearing this logo because it's cool and I like your music, dog. Like, whenever that gang label got passed, I got fucking scared. Yeah. Okay? I have the word Juggalo tattooed on my arm. And I have since considered getting it covered up. Not because I'm not happy like or not proud of it, but I don't like the tattoo. And I still intend to actually get a Hatchet Man tattoo. So, trading one for a better one, basically. <laughs> It's not me saying, like, no, fuck Juggalo, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> not like other people I know who have gotten Juggalo tattoos and decided to get them covered up. Fuck that. But the, the idea of you have you make this song, which, admittedly, I do enjoy this song. It's a good song. Again, uh, but, let me just get this in Sorry, go ahead. It's, uh, I've said it a lot about most of the tracks on here. Riotous. <laughs> that's that's just it's just where he sits at I need to listen to more of ABK stuff prior to him being anybody killer yeah because I, I want to know like what style he was really doing I do actually have his his one native funk album um, but I didn't actually like listen to more of it so I should check it out to see if his style had changed significantly from that to ABK yeah there, there's a lot of whenever going back to the whole gang thing there's a lot of it that, to me, Jay wants to, he wants to have all of the, you know, the the gangsta shit and all that stuff and the appearance and all that, but he wants, like, he doesn't want to actually have to face up the consequences of, That's what it seems like. of playing up the whole gang thing. Like, he doesn't want to accept any of the responsibility for what he's saying in his fucking music. And to me, it's kind of just fucking pathetic. Right, and I mean, but then look into whenever, what was it, in 2017, I think, when they had the march. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Which, if any of our listeners were at the march, I, I, I'm asking you honestly, if you went there and you participated in it, what were your thoughts going into it, and how do you feel after the fact? Yeah. Because, in my opinion, and I would have liked to have done it, don't get me wrong, but in my opinion, looking back on it, did anything... What, what was the purpose of it actually happening, and did anything actually change after the fact? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the gang label was dropped a handful of years after it was originally put in. Mm-hmm. They weren't marching to get it... or Like, whenever they were like suing the FBI, mm-hmm. they weren't suing them because of the gang label. They were trying to find why they were classified it in the first place. Like, it's, it's weird because the way ICP was trying to word it was, we're fighting the FBI so that you guys are, you know... So you're not getting, you know, shit thrown your but way. But actually, they were suing them because they didn't know how to file a FOIA request. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. Because, but they had, like, like a, oh, what was the fucking group? Like, th- there was, like a, a, like, a human rights group who was working with them on it. Huh. Like, helping. So, I, I don't know. And, and, again, that is fucking, like, what? The gang label happened seven years after this song came out. Yeah. Okay. Again, we have to be able to separate the idea of a fictional song, which, hey, this dude has spent the last 13 tracks talking about killing people with (laughs) fucking tomahawks and shit. Don't think he's doing that in his daily life. Please recognize that. Same thing with Violent J. Yeah. But I mean, like, they are still... They're still trying to play up a persona. Right. Play it off like... But that's the thing. It's... it's It is a persona, which is not something that you need to take to heart. And right. And I think that that's... They, they are doing a poor job of separating yeah, that. Yeah. They're, they're trying to play it up like they're the real hard boys, but they also want people to be like... People to understand that, oh no, it's just a thing. Like, no. You can't... Like, like it doesn't really I don't work know. like that. Like, like I don't know where Jay's separation. Like, where where's the kayfabe at? Right. Where is it for him? Yeah. Because, um, okay, jumping back to, um, because it, it, for some reason it's in my head, uh, when Roach Coach talked about the Amazing Jekyll Brothers album, mm-hmm. um, and I I don't remember what it was in. It might have also been in Behind the Paint when they were talking uh, about when they toured with, I think it was MSI, about how the the band was, like, chilling with fans or something after the show or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Violent J was, like, mad at them for it because he's like, yo, that breaks the mystique. Yeah. Like, because he's Jesus. like, he's like, no, like, I like when I went to the shows where, you know, you didn't see the band at all until the show started, and then when it was done, you didn't see them. Like, you had that time. You didn't see people, you know, chilling before the show, you know, sm- uh, smoking with, with fans, or, you know, sitting at the merch table after or anything like that. He's like, no, you're ruining the mystique by hanging with them after. Yeah, you did a great job of sticking around with that when you do $100 VIPs. <laughs> you know, X amount of time later. No, he doesn't get, show up for them. Oh, shut the fuck up. He, he keeps the mystique. 
<laughs> but no, I, like the where the fuck is James? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we knew he was in that room. <laughs> they denied what else was in that room. Well, <laughs> they were high as fuck. Or at least Jay was. I don't know about Shaggy. I don't think he was. Anyways. <laughs> every pure. every fucking episode, we like got to go on a tangent about something. But, but this song, like, it's it's honestly a very important song in Psychopathic Records history yeah. because you're talking legitimately about gang affiliation, which you have now spent how much time trying to distance yourself from? Yeah, like, uh, sorry, last episode we talk about how you know sin has a lyric about being with a 16-year-old girl, yeah. which talked about then Violent J saying he regretted his line from Little Something Something. Mm-hmm. That's a line you regret, and you very well should. Uh-huh. Do you feel the same thing about this song with all of the issues that you've been experiencing in I the last th- 10 years? I think the deal is that he thinks he's doing satire with this, but he doesn't actually know how to do satire is the problem. Like it's like it just needs to be explained to the fans more. I'm like, I could you have the people who just take this to heart. And I could look at this as it. almost being like a goof on it, right? But oh, it, it does not sound like it at all. Exactly, it they don't sounds fucking genuine. In, in the context of everything else they do, it's just not the the, the only the only thing in here that doesn't sound ge- that, that sounds like it's a joke is in the third verse. Violent J says. That ABK is chewing holes in the floor at the studio. Yeah. Clearly this man is not doing that. But like he's like, I don't even want to do this. But he asked me to and I'm scared of his pistol whips. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if ABK had a fucking pistol. I'm not saying that he's going to fucking hit Violent J with it. Like, okay, that's the, the funniest part about it. But Jay's entire verse, the second verse that is done, no, a lot of that shit sounds like he's being legit about that and you better fucking listen to him and take it to heart. I don't know. I don't want to get on, on with this one more. We talked about this song for fucking ten minutes or more now. That's it. All right. But this song is definitely something that you need to be able to separate from reality. Up next, <laughs> uh, the last track on this, we cap it off much the same as the Warriors caps off the entire movie. It's In the City. This is the credit song for the Warriors. Oh, really? Yes. This is what they end on. That's very This version. (laughs) All the way back in 
So yeah, we end this on a cover, on a cover of, of Joe Eagle. Walsh's In the City. Yeah. I love this song. And whenever I saw it, as like I I cuz I actually just listened straight off the drive. I didn't actually get this on my phone or anything like that. Right. So I had to manually hit each track. <laughs> I've been listening to this on YouTube Music. Honestly. And I saw In the City there, and I, in my head, I started, you know, goofing, just singing in my head. And then I hit it, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and we get to it, and I'm like, they fucking did it. This is an interesting track to end on, but it works. He fucking does it. As I said to you while it was playing, this is how the Warriors ends. Mm-hmm. The, the, and, you know, it's fitting to the whole thing that he does throughout the throughout the album, and it's... I, I fucking love this song. So, And thing, I am impressed with what they did with it. They I think, played it pretty straight. I think that the, the actual, like, instrumental of it and everything sounds good. Yeah. A little extra chug, it's I, nice. I do have a minor gripe with don't make a rapper sing. It's not bad, though. It's not bad. What, the the one good takeaway that I have from it is some of those, like, higher notes that ABK, like, sustains, uh-huh. he doesn't falter. Uh-huh. Props. Because I would have trouble on some of those. But, like, no. This is a solid end, and it's not an overly long song. Like, it's not, like, it's not a pass me by or anything that's super no. long. But it's a fitting end. It's, it's in the city. <laughs> like, it is a cool song to end on. Um, it's obviously the most rock influence that we have. And ABK does not do a lot of rock influence stuff, really. Mm. Um, I think the heaviest thing that we had prior to here was the chorus in Ghetto Neighbor. Um, but, yeah. This is this is a decent song it's, to end with. It's played straight. He doesn't do any... Like, they don't go anything, like, stupid with it. Mm-hmm. It's just in the city mm-hmm. with a little bit extra chug, some more. I don't think I've ever game. heard the original. Oh my god! I know. I'll have to look it up. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you surprised? Because this song is everywhere, <laughs> and it's also just a really fucking good song. Because the only thing that is missing from it, as far as I'm concerned, is just in the chorus where like Blaze Dude is what what which is cool. They also have, like, in the city, oh, and I love that. that well, I think that's why they changed it. it, obviously. I mean, he could have done it over that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, aside from that, it's all over. It, is it? I don't think so. Is it, like, it says... Do, do, doing a little interlude? The, the little, uh, Original song recorded... Ad-libs in there? Original song recorded released by the He Eagles. might not be Which credited on it, because it's just ad-libs. Oh no, there's fucking credits for everybody on this bitch. Okay. There were some of them that had like uh, additional ri- uh, lyrics written by Eshan, and I'm like, fucking where? Huh. Um, no, it literally just says. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike P and Zug Island featuring additional backup vocals by Little Pig. Little Pig, huh? <laughs> Album includes audio clips from the motion picture The Warriors. Uh, shocking. I know, right? <laughs> um, well, so. I, 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 was, I was happy with this. So. When, whenever this hit, I was. I was pleasantly surprised. I would have been, like... Had this just been, like, a rap song that they would have just taken the chorus and put into it, depending on how the actual track was, I probably wouldn't have been, like, mad about it. But this just being a straight-up cover? It's it's not bad. It's not, like... I'm, I think there's other covers that Psychopathic has done. 
Well, I I'm not I haven't that. heard them yet. This one's the best one. Well, what I was going to say, though, is like, I like those, but at the same time, I also have heard the originals and uh, appreciate those ones. So in comparing them, I can't do that. But no, this is a good song. Yeah. And honestly, that was Hatchet Warrior. It's a good album. Like, yeah, this is for, again, a debut album. Like, this is no matter how the rest of the album went, it's capped off really fucking well for me. I'm like, yeah! Yeah! It's like, it's like, it's like when you watch a, a WWE pay-per-view. If that last match is really fucking good, it's gonna leave you thinking that the rest of the pay-per-view is pretty damn good, even if the rest of it was, like, mediocre at best. It's a shame that's not how it goes. Oh, I've, I've had some of them. I've had some of them. Not recently, but they happened. Exactly. Um, so yeah. This, on, okay. This is, again, one of the stronger debut albums that we've had. I think I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Zug Island. I think so. Out the gate, honestly. It's close with Blaze, but if only because they're doing similar stuff. Yeah. However, this is a lot more dynamic than Blaze's first album. So, uh, what are your tracks here? My tracks are Sticky Icky Situation. Okay. Come Out to Play. Okay. Get Her Neighbor. Right on. <laughs> Sadly, none of these tracks are just ABK. They all feature somebody. But at the same time, what I think this album does well is none of the guest features overshadow ABK. Oh, no. I think that all of them do just what they need to, and everybody looks strong at the end of it. He, he keeps like keeps a good balance and, and makes sure that all of the tracks are definitely his. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he does not bow out. They all they all good. Th this album is just overall very solid. Like it's good. me saying those three tracks, like sticky situations that come out to play, were always like top top ones. Ghetto neighbor was like a little bit hard because they're tops. Excuse me. There's times I've skipped it and you know not thought anything of it, but like I do like Hollow Point a lot. I still like gang related, to, despite like the issues that I have with it. Like, but no, this is a solid album. What about you, man? In the city, <laughs> really. Did not know that. Uh, this one's actually a little bit difficult because there's some good tracks on there. There's fucking great tracks uh, on here. Ghetto Neighbor is really good. And probably Tools. Okay. Tools is a solid track. I like it a lot. Tools, like I, like I said before, good track, in and out. It's, it's, it's solid. Yeah. So, that was Hatchet Warrior, guys. That's Hatchet Warrior. Tell us what you like yeah, on Hatchet Give us your Warrior. thoughts. What are your favorite Tell tracks Tell us what you it? think about the movie, The Warriors. From 1979. Tell me how soon I should watch The Warriors since I've never seen it. Immediately. <laughs> um, and you can tell us all of these things on our various social media platforms. You can do so on our Facebook. Uh, Juggalo Judgment. You can do so on our Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. You can do it on the Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. You can do it at an email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our personal Twitter accounts. At Schmeev. At Straight Edge Juggalo. Oh, that's not that. That's my Instagram. Uh, at Mike Spawn uh -oh. S-E-J. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can follow my Instagram at Straight Edge Juggalo as well, because I post shit on there. You can follow mine at InstaSchmeev, but I don't post on you there. You have not anymore. posted on there in like two years. I logged into it recently. I've, I've logged in every once in a while just to look at ours. Oh, okay. 
there. Uh, I've been like, yeah, what's going on on there? But almost nothing. Not much. <laughs> Yet we have more no, followers get, on there. We get comments we, on there. Like people talk about stuff here and there. I know. I that's because instead, like. We need to utilize hashtags way more so that more people like see. It. I know I don't like it, but for the sake of self promotion, we have to to get more people. Uh, but that's also why instead of just posting static pictures, I've posted some like videos of me asking stuff yeah. on Instagram to hopefully get more responses. And we have had they, some. they see the video and they're intrigued. Yeah, they're like, know? "Oh, I have to turn the sound on for this." Exactly. <laughs> what is this person saying to me? You also note that in the disc- in the little little tag that you're like sound on because that's so they know that they. Well, if I'm talking, sound. obviously, it's not me. It's me like. That's me mouthing. Just, <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta actually listen to the fucking video, plain and simple. But you gotta note that in the in, in the post. No, I'll, all I say is, let us know. Hashtag Insane Clown Posse. Hashtag ICP. <laughs> hashtag Juggalo. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thank you again for, uh, for taking time to listen to this episode. You will see us, or hear from us, rather, again in two more weeks. Uh, we are actually recording that episode immediately after this one. We're trying to get a buffer going up again. Yep. Um. Always like to have at least one ahead. Trying to. Um, another thing is, uh, and we have mentioned it, I did post it on, um, on the Instagram, and I have posted it, uh, I mentioned it on the Twitter. We didn't get a lot of feedback, but we still had a couple people, and I want to hear more people's opinions on it. Um, I always forget to post this stuff over to the Facebook, but I'll do it someday. <laughs> One of these years, I'll eventually look at Facebook again. Um... But I brought up the idea of us doing more commentary on the visual projects that came out of uh, Psychopathic Records. Um, most of the people seem to be like, sure, if it's more content, great. Yeah. One person was like, no, just stick with the main stuff for now. I'm thinking, well, fuck you, dog. You <laughs> I, asked. I, I know. <laughs> and then as soon as somebody says, nah, no. you're like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. Big shit, if you ever started hating me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, one of the reasons I was asking is because one of the things that, if we would cover it, would be coming up soon. Um, to which I would have to uh, give you the DVD to uh, view uh, legally and check out so that we could uh, do stuff on it. But I've never broken a law in my life. No. What is a law? If I don't know what a law is, I can't break it. Exactly. <laughs> That's how things work. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, cause as, as of this point, the only thing that we have concrete set in stone is we're eventually going to do big money rustlers. For um, sure. We have to. We have to. Um, however, I definitely would like to touch on we the... opened up that can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Psychopathic Videos DVDs are mm-hmm. super cool. Um, we have, uh... Demons I, at the Door. <laughs> Death Racers. That. Fuck that goddamn movie. Death I had that thousand. No, it's just Death Racers. Then uh, the remake of Death Race. Uh, no, it's just Death Racers. That's literally it. The person who put like Death Race three thousand or something was totally. It's just Death Racers, and I know because I owned that movie. I made that joke. Oh, you made that joke? <laughs> I believe so. I thought it was somebody else who did. Uh, well, maybe somebody else did, but I, I talked about Death Race two thousand. Right, right, right. Uh, we gotta watch Heavy Metal two thousand because it features the song "The Dark Ball" on it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, it. Sure. Yeah, it's on the soundtrack. Um, but uh, Purple Show would have been coming up very soon. Um, if there were any DVDs that were in some of the albums, if we wanted to talk about those, granted, we passed up things like um. The two DVDs that came in the Wraith albums, which I think was just, like, a gathering performance and the, um, uh, 
Jay's speech talking about, like, oh, this is where we started, and now we're right here. But, like, other shit. Anyways, um, if you want to hear us do more commentary tracks on those, um, that'd be super cool. Let us know. If, um, you, if you've been out there just waiting for the moment that we finally got to this album because you're just a big ABK fan, <laughs> I'm glad you made it. Thank you, ABK, for listening to this episode of us talking about you. Damn. <laughs> Are you saying the only possible person who would be a fan of ABK is ABK himself? I'm listening is that to what my you're own, saying? I'm listening to my own episode. <laughs> Are you ABK? I am. <laughs> ABK and I share uh, the same birthday. Really? Yes. Ah, we have the same birthday. Happy birthday, ABK. Yes. Whenever. That, we I don't know when your birthday is. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I don't remember anything. It's all good. I got my family and that's it. I'm lucky I remember my own shit, let alone anybody else's, so fuck it. Anyway, we've carried on. We're rambling, but fuck that. We're done. Thank you all for listening. And as we do every episode, it's about time to finish your bagels. See if I can get a flash drop out of it. That was delicious. It's gonna sound great over in the city, which is probably what I'm gonna play for the outro. Finish it. You gotta finish it. I can't finish it. I'm not gonna stop. This I recording. never finish it. I'm not gonna stop this recording. I've never stop. finished it. We are not going to go to the next one until you are done with that. Well, then you're just delaying everybody else's joy. Am I? Yes. I mean, it's gonna release on the same day. And you have play. stuff you've gotta do. <laughs> it's not till like six or something. I've got stuff I gotta do. Well, then. <laughs> Bye. This what the fuck I've been trying to say Me and my whole damn family acting murderous ways This is why we only gather once a year Because the world really can't afford to disappear So now we all break bread, never misled In the drama that I bring, you will never forget And the ones that's down, no matter where y'all at I'm just here to let you know I got your back Slipping like a dumb, shove the pistol in your mouth slightly quicker than some. The street's talking, I be listening, hearing, rapping for my thugs.